you okay? Oh, damn enchiladas! Oh, you gonna be all right? So, you guys know the song, uh, Tribute by Tenacious D? Well, if you listen to it, they're talking about one by Metallica. Sometimes you just gotta do your research. And with that, welcome everyone, we're here. It's Them Damage Lot is the podcast, the longest running podcast dedicated to Friday 33, Part 5, A New Beginning, especially Roy Burns and Demon. That's right, the guy that took a dookie in an outhouse and got killed. Oh well, it happens. Uh, my name is Adam Griffin. I'm here with Rob Christie, Mark Warren, and Carl Cervera is here in spirit. He's out in the world doing his thing. And whenever he comes back, we'll be happy to greet him. Uh, so this week, we got to start with uh, some news. And hopefully I don't cuss when I talk about this news, because this news is very infuriating. I'm gonna cuss, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna cuss, and I'll probably start cussing, and it'll just be cussing. <laughs> 23. But, uh, Spyglass, uh, the production company underneath Paramount that is in charge of the Scream series, really did something that nobody saw coming. Uh, they fired Melissa Barrera, who played Sam Carpenter in Scream 5 and 6. Uh, they fired her because... Uh, how do I put this? Well, they can't read, first of all. But uh, they fired her due to her pro-Palestine stance about the war in Gaza taking place in and around Gaza um, they called her post anti-semitic uh, they uh, yeah I'm, try I'm trying really hard not to she, she posted but, like an incredibly factual not even not even a hot take and you know some people's brains don't work and they read they read that kind of thing that says hey uh israel is committing genocide against palestinians which is exactly what they're trying to do and they're like that's 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 anti-semitic it's like uh, excuse me how uh, it's infuriating yep to say the least yep couldn't even finish my sentence yeah uh but that's not uh, the end of the story, because Jenna Ortega then uh, ended up dropping out of Scream, uh, Scream 7. Uh, they said it was for, for due to scheduling conflicts, 
for Wednesday, they were adamant in saying it wasn't due to any words about the conflict in Palestine, which we don't know the truth of that until the truth actually comes out. So they somehow tanked their own franchise by being complete idiots. They didn't even make a bad movie to do it, which is how most franchises get ruined. They just decided to be jackholes in public. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I haven't seen this much incompetence since Warner Brothers canceled Batgirl. Uh, and wrote it off for for tax purposes. Um, uh, what a dumb, dumb reactionary bullshit decision this was. How do you how do you make a whole movie then just pretend you didn't? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's infuriating. Um, just wrong in general. Um, it's not the road anybody wants to be going down to accuse people of such a horrible thing as anti-Semitism. And then just not even do some goddamn due diligence, at least. You know? And again, we don't know the conversations, but uh, just educate yourselves about what's going on. Um, it helps <laughs> to know what's going on. Uh, what, that what sounds like some liberal nonsense. <laughs> you ever make a joke and then feel like you should apologize for it immediately? Because yeah. I just that's that's what I just did. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. It, it happens. Don't worry. We're all friends here. Uh, so yeah, um, we'll see what happens with the franchise. Uh, I don't think they can get back the goodwill of the people at this point, um, y- because now, for I don't know how the fuck they did this, but Scream Six, um, they did not value Nev Campbell enough to pay her what she uh, is owed at this point for her contributions to the franchise. So she left. And then now you fire your lead actress uh, because you didn't like what she was talking about. That's what it comes down to, for whatever reason. Uh, I don't know how the fuck you do that two movies in a row and then pretend like nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. So pretend like you should actually still have you know, control over this, over this franchise after you do yeah. that twice in a row. It's like, man, get the, get the fuck out of here. Y'all gotta go. Just, y'all gotta go. Uh, yeah. So folks at the end of the day, um, these are tumultuous times. Just be kind to people, uh, the people, you know, you know, if, if there's something troubling you about what people are talking about, talk to them. Uh, that's the only way things start to get better is if we start actually treating each other like human beings than just 
slotting them into places that they are not in. And with that, we're going to talk about SawX. SawX. Uh, a, both a victory lap and a look at what might have been for the Saw franchise. Strictly because this movie was absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm stunned at how good that movie was. It's been really hard to not talk about this movie for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we waited for home Blu-ray and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> one of us about. went to the theater and saw it, and then that one of us had to wait for another month for it to come out on physical media, or a month plus for it to come out on physical media, so that uh, so that they could talk about it. Without not spoiling only, anything. Not only did I go see it in the theater, I went and saw it in RPX. And we're going to play a game while we talk about this movie where you guys try to guess what part of the movie I had to look away from the screen at. Okay. Oh man, sure. there's a there's a few. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a yeah, that's that's going to be a tough a tough guess. Um but I I do want to start with you Mark um, since you saw it first and everything, you had to bite your song about what happened. What were your immediate thoughts once you, you know, got out of the movie theater? I mean, very positive. Um, a little surprised. Um, the, the the people that made this one were the same people that made the last one, right? Yeah. Um, I felt like that last one. W- it was coming from a good place of like, yeah, these, these people are fans, but it just didn't, it was just a mess for me. This was the opposite. This was like everything you would want to see them do. I felt like they did. Um, the, the fake out death at the beginning kind of threw me. Because that's not something that they've done in the series before um, that I can remember anyway. Um, So I was like, okay, like that kind of, you know, took me off guard a little bit because then you're, you're kind of like, okay, now do I have to question every time I, I see one of these is being, you know, like just his brain working and coming up with the idea on, you know, I didn't really know what to think on what the movie was going to be other than having the the knowledge going into it that the general idea was that he was going to get treatment for his cancer. He gets swerved and he takes matters into his own hands. Um, so knowing that that was coming, it was it was kind of fun even still like seeing the little things that they were kind of dropping to set up that yeah this is all a scam like this is this isn't real yeah um the thing that i kept hearing at least just in like the very brief reviews that i would see because i really tried to avoid everything going into it where that this was a really good centerpiece for john as a character which I always thought was the strength of this series. And that's kind of what they lost at a certain point. You know, we'll, we'll talk about Hoffman in a few minutes, but um, 
um, that was always a strength, and they kind of lost that once he, you know, exited the series as as a regular, beyond just like little flashbacks and stuff. And this movie, they just gave you that like the whole time. Like I didn't even mind that there was a good chunk of the movie that was just following him. Yeah, setting stuff up. It was like cool. Like I'm, I could watch three movies of this just centered around this guy. So. I know, what what we what were y'all expecting based on what I was saying after seeing it, and then you know how did that like vibe with what you actually saw? I uh, I didn't have any like specific expectations other than my thought was okay, just given how uh, how you felt about it, I'm expecting to have a good time, and I did. I enjoyed this movie a lot. It's really, uh, really well done. Uh, very differently done. Uh, also, that first, uh, the first, the fake out trap. I was like, "Ooh, goddamn!" Man got his eyeball. They got his eyeballs, um, removed. <laughs> like, ooh, <laughs> he, he had shot back. The man got shot back. Let's be real. And I was just like, I'm not exactly sure what's happening here. I also, uh, and maybe this, I don't know if this maybe says something bad about me as a person. I kind of thought, my thought there was like, man, all he wants you to do is break five of your fingers? What are you doing? You going to trade breaking five fingers for having your eyeballs ripped out of the front of your head? Come on, dude. And then I immediately felt bad about thinking that. It's like, man, I don't know if I could voluntarily have my fingers broken in that fashion, even if I knew that the the consequence was going to be to lose to lose my eyeballs. Well, we know we know, right? Like you in that situation, there's part of you that's like, wait, is this real? Like what's happening right now? Like, do I really have to make a decision in the next minute on this? Yeah. But I, I feel you. I felt the same way. It was the first time, really, with any of those where I was like, dude, break your fingers. I was like, going to say, you're getting it. off light. You're getting <laughs> off light, my dude. Come on. Compared to what some of the people that get put in these traps have to do, it's like, come on. This ain't shit. <clears throat> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. It, I just I just had a few of the images flash in my man mind i'm just like oh and i can't look away from this shit because it's just playing behind my eyeballs I'm like oh god damn it yeah uh, fucking fucking saw dude <laughs> oh. yeah i guess um i guess i might be desensitized y'all because uh <laughs> i laughed with a lot of these kills damn dude just be- I, I in awe just because of the special effects that they were using um uh just okay i get that i get that because in 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 the theater the the one where he like puts the bombs in the guy's arms and he's like cut him out the way that they shoot that i just laughed because i was like man they just don't give a fuck in this movie (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah um I I was surprised at the pacing of the movie. Because usually the Saw movies we're accustomed to are very frantic, right? Uh, They skip a lot of... It's all perfunctory. They skip actual characterization. 
But this time, like, you get to sit with it, right? I would say, like, there's nothing. Torture porn does not exist. Uh, it's, it's a bullshit label. Uh, what's happening is the movie is making you watch to the point where you can't turn away. And now you're a complicit in this act. Right? And that's what Saw is. It's also about the complicity of the audience. You know? How far are you willing to go for a damn horror movie? Right? Where's the boundary? Right? It's on the, it's on the viewer. It's not on the movie. You know, the movie doesn't care about you. It's... It, <laughs> <laughs> it has another purpose so it's all on the viewer and uh, one of the, this movie's strong points is that it makes you care right mm-hmm. it, it employs humanity and empathy for you know this architect of murder in order to get you to side with him and actually show what this character is about before the turn into uh, Saw 2 because, you know, it's in Saw 2, they've gone full cult, right? Yeah. That, that's where the cult of Jigsaw yeah. starts, right? So here, they still have their humanity. Uh, they haven't gone that far yet. I, I thought a thing in this movie that was really well done that exemplifies what you're talking about is when Gabriella like successfully does her test and then Cecilia just comes and breaks her neck. Yeah. Yeah. That ain't right. And and you, you feel more strongly about that than you do the fact that, you know, they hung her up there and tried to melt her. Exactly. Yeah. It's like she won. She won. She was supposed to get to, you know, walk away from this and uh, find whatever purpose her life held. And Cecilia cheated. Which right, like right there, like what what Adam's saying is like about like as a viewer, we're complicit, like you're buying into the methodology at that point. Because yeah. You're like, oh, well, she succeeded. Like she's supposed to get to live. She's supposed to turn things around and get that bottle of alcohol from John and, you know, go do shots and nope. Here comes Cecilia battling for worst character in the Saw series. (laughs) Yeah. um, Okay. This might be controversial to say, uh, but I think Hoffman got redeemed somewhat. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They, They did it. They did it. Um, I have to confess, Hoffman is my favorite smug asshole in like <laughs> in like anything I've ever seen. <laughs> That's what, and, sm- smug motherfucker. But all right. <laughs> and w- and when that credit scene happened, you wanted it to be him. Like you yeah, wanted to see him show up there. And sure enough, when he did, it was just like, "Yep, they did it." Because <laughs> again, it's before he completely turned into a psychopath uh, in parts four through six, right? The, speaking of additional Saw movies, yeah. does anyone else get the feeling they could make, like, uh, if they 
planned to or wanted to, they can make a lot of these interstitial movies. Oh, like just make like that 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 post credit scene made me think: Are they going to make X two? And just really fuck up the naming convention of the entire series. <laughs> I yeah. didn't need that when Final Fantasy did it. Saw <laughs> franchise, cut it out. Yeah, um, yeah, I think yeah they have a good base to actually continue the franchise for as long as they they can, because this movie proves uh, that you can have excellent characterization in a Saw film to go along with the traps and, and everything. Book a Saw. Just give them their own titles and say it's from the book of Saw. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be in the, you know, the numbered naming convention unless True. you know it is directly in that storyline. Which I, I thought it was creative and cool the way that they they worked that into where it was like, okay, he's sick. That that you know accounts a little bit for like the difference in his appearance slightly. Um, what what did y'all think about? Amanda's role in this like I because like knowing that she was going to be in it I didn't really know what to you know like obviously she was going to be helping him out but like what how did you feel about like how she kind of got to to do stuff in the movie I liked it I thought it was pretty good uh it it did leave me with kind of one question do we have any idea how much time actually passes between like just just for uh for this example between saw one and saw two uh is it a long time is it a few months let me take a look here but most importantly do we actually have like a concrete uh definition of the amount of time that passes between those two movies no i don't think so there's never been any kind of like six months later exactly there's not been any kind of like time crawl or anything like that to indicate any kind of so what what that kind of indicates to me is that they can make these kinds of movies as long as they can get Charlie Clouser to write the score and Tobin Bell to play John Kramer. Yeah. yeah. Until they yeah. just really just, you know, really F up one of the movies, maybe. But I don't I don't know. Considering how this one went, I'm not sure that I'm actually concerned that they would screw it up like that. This yeah. was this was really good work. And still featured some of the most god awful sounds and effects I've ever seen in a movie. Uh yeah. The 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 pipe bomb kill at the beginning. Yeah, I, I laughed at that one too because <laughs> they got the sound right. <laughs> and it was just it was just absolutely wild to see. Um uh that first kill with the uh with the with the wire the Gili song they took God. back the they took mm. back the word Gili. Gili. yeah <laughs> god the sound that that made is it almost had me looking away from the from the tv that i was watching i was like oh man Ugh. did you just win the game rob I think Did you just I? won was, the game. Is that what got you? You had to oh like, my god! Dude. Like, mm. When it wraps or when she wraps it around her leg and just starts pulling, yeah, yeah. God, yeah, just the noise it made. It just it, uh, uh-uh. I didn't care for that. <laughs> it's like, mm-mm. 
Yeah, I felt heat rushing, but <laughs> I made yeah. it out. And it just kept escal- escalating. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, like, you know, it's like, okay, are they gonna, is she going to go all the way through? Like, oh, yeah, she's going all the way she through. She sure like, is. <laughs> it's like, okay, all right, whatever. So, but, oh, wait, they're showing the barrel. And everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, okay. that was nasty. Like, oh, oh, right. no. What are they going to do that? Oh, oh, yeah, okay. She didn't pass, so she's getting her head cut off. I wonder how they... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly how you thought it would. Just... You know that episode of South Park where they're like, man, remind us to never piss off Cartman, the one where he, he's Scott Tenderman. Scott like, Tenderman, his parents, yeah. <laughs> same deal with John Kramer. Do not piss yeah, this do man not... off. All the people in the world to steal from, and you pick John Kramer? Epic bad luck. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> was that the worst one? It was the worst one for me. I don't know about y'all. Definitely the worst one for me. Oh, I've thought about that scene at least once a week since I've seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucked up. I think what got me was... Well, I was I was curious as to how far they were gonna go with the skull cap. Right. Oh, oh, yeah. That was um because it gets to a point where you're sitting there, it's like, okay, is he gonna freak out and just pull out way too much of his brain? Like half his brain. Yeah. But they they <laughs> this is gonna be horrible to say, but they kept it to a small amount. Yeah, just a little bit of brain. It's fine. Yeah. Just a, a little bit as a treat. But I think um, <laughs> the situation that got me the most uh, was the second last track. Well, I think it's the first in, in Saw history. Somebody put a kid into a trap. Yeah. Not only that, but then started drowning him in blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, that, kid that, was that was a, kid was a warrior, though. Like it, not even to just copy the line John says to him. It's like, damn, this kid's this kid's got got uh, more guts than I've ever had in my life. <laughs> yeah, like when when it when you get clued into the fact that okay, John was going to take the entire amount of blood on his side, and then the kid says, "No, you're going to carry that. You're not going to carry that alone," and pulls the lever. It's like, oh shit. That might be uh, the best moment of connection between two characters in the whole franchise. Yeah, it was it was so straightforward, and like you knew where they were going with it the whole time. But it didn't matter. It it still worked so well. Yeah. So if you if you see a kid with a broken bike, man, help him fix it because. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Speaking um, of your spinoffs, maybe they're that kid right there. Maybe that's one of your spinoffs. Well, there's another angle I thought this was going to take. Um, I thought we were going to get the origin of everybody in the pig mask at the end of the final chapter. Because Pipe Bomb Dude survived, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it's been... They're, they could probably fudge the numbers, but let's say it's been 
almost 20 years between this movie and uh, uh, Spiral. So if they want to go after Spiral, but keep it in modern day, um, and start to actually show John Kramer helping these people in other ways, like having forging connections rather than putting them in the traps, and they become the actual, you know, uh, pighead folks. I think that's, a, the la- that's like the last thing they can do, really. In and so, as far as current narratives, yeah, kind of want to. I, I definitely still want the threads that Spiral started to be uh, more thoroughly explored. I don't think we're ever going to get that, but I still want it. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, again, this movie made me really wish that Amanda had a twin sister <laughs> to uh, keep Shawnee Smith in the franchise because I think this was her best turn as Amanda, too. She was really good. Because, again, I, I we haven't really seen this that version of the, the character before, right? Oh. Because... <clears throat> In two, if you watch two after Saw X, you know it's coming. You know that she, uh, for whatever reason, she is now in the trap. It may be, you know, she's like in Saw Two because of what she saw uh, John go through with the blood bloodbath in Saw X, right? So she goes, okay. He is in a trap. Let me go deep cover. And that's how you get her in Saw 2. But yeah, um, if they can figure out a way to do more of these with Tobin Bell and Shawnee Smith kind of exploring this time period before they go full cult, that would be very cool to see. Don't forget about Detective Hoffman. <laughs> Who, who's getting that man out of <laughs> Out of that bathroom. That's a good one to follow up too, right? Yep. Uh, what happens to Cecilia? Is she's oh, alive? She Is she dead? Did we know that for sure? Um. Well, I mean, she's stuck in the trap, but who's getting her out? There's still radiation in that room. Don't know. So her body, but... so her, her body is still getting blasted with whatever that chemical was, right? Uh, but we didn't see her die. Right. We see the gas, you know, dissipate. We don't know if it gets all pulled out of the room. So yeah, that, yeah. that door was left open. Yeah. At least, uh, you know, from the whole, you know, we didn't see them die. So we have to assume they didn't. Uh, if you if you subscribe to that philosophy of uh, of storytelling. <laughs> Not in this case. She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she deserves it. She is, goddamn, she is awful. Ooh, like, yeah. Uh, the- who who would have thought that in a John Kramer movie we would get a villain worse, <laughs> worse than John Kramer? Like, way worse too. It's not it. At least as far as since you've already at this point, if you're watching Saw X, you've already you've already bought into. Uh, 
at least somewhat bought into John Kramer's philosophy. Like you don't see that motherfucker scamming people out of their out of their not just out of their money, which is bad enough, but literally scamming them with hope. Yeah. It's like man, that's that's fucked up. I mean, she didn't even care about her own people. Right. Hell no. Didn't no, even she's... didn't even try to pretend like she did. No. She she literally says she's one less person to split the money with. Like, Jesus, lady, the hell's wrong with you? You have made someone who I think, I'm sorry, I know that John wouldn't agree with this definition, but most of us would would uh, label someone who does what John Kramer does as a serial killer. And I think legally, from a legal sense, that's what they would call him. And you've made him sympathetic, incredibly sympathetic. Yeah. <laughs> Hell of a magic trick. It's damn. I'm not against CGI and stuff, but I think two things that that stood out to me that actually really worked for this movie is they didn't de-age him and they didn't really use CGI for any of the effects. Like it, it was all practical stuff and yeah. it was fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sure was. Indeed, indeed. So I just had a thought. Um, is the main reason why people keep falling into these traps in Saw movies is because at the end of the day, nobody thinks they're a bad person. So they go, why me? What happened? Why me? What? Let me out. I didn't do anything. Is it that? Or is it they think nobody's watching them? That too. Nobody's paying attention until somebody is paying attention. Yeah. A hell of a morality play at that point. You know, the fact that so good. It was real good. Just the the fact that the Saw movies, um, once you step back, once you've seen the entire picture, and can it's like, wow, these these movies really are morality plays disguised as, uh, you know, uh, movies about horrific traps. Yeah. Now, okay. So, be- between us and anybody that's listening, what do you think it is about the fact that we didn't need this movie to know that like torture porn is bullshit and like morality is really at the heart of these movies? I mean, that's what I've always liked about this whole concept. And like, I mean, yeah, the twist endings and the like didn't see that coming stuff. That's cool. That's a hook to get you in, but. Like, I feel like that's like, it's interesting to me that this whole series has basically gotten bad reviews critically. And then this movie comes out and it's like universally praised. It's like, everybody's like, oh, look, like this, look at, like at the characterization in this movie, like there, it's not all just blood and gore. It's like, well, it never was like, what is it that like, we've been able to see that this whole time that like, it's not until this movie that that's being seen at large. What do you think? I think it's easier to talk shit about something rather than actually do the work to experience it. Right. Because listen, when, we, when we watch movies, it's not just going into your eyeballs and there's nothing in your head. Right. We're thinking about what's taking place. I mean, 
it's an active uh, connection between you and the movie. Like you can't, you can't just watch a movie if you call everything. I hate this word, by the way, but I'm gonna use it to make point. You can't just watch a movie if all you're gonna do is call it mid, right? Like it, it, Mm. you're not gonna have a good experience. I don't know if, uh, for example, a very uh, timely example. Matter of fact, you can't um, clamor for Marvel movies to do something different while talking shit about Brie Larson and Captain Marvel for four years uh, and then expect anybody to go out and see it when you've already smeared it beyond its actual uh, worth, pretty much, and value to people, right? Um, I I don't think people watch these movies like that, you know? I think... Uh, they'd rather just have the idea of the experience because it's easier to talk about something. And then when you get called on, it's like, oh, that's what I thought. You know, it's just my opinion, right? People just looking at shit instead of actually watching it. Yeah. And then you get just the most bullshit-ass surface-level criticisms because they did like they saw the movie literally their eyes you know processed that to their brain but they didn't put any amount of thought into it or or anything like that it's like an incredibly dishonest approach to consuming anything and it's like stop stop doing that especially since most people do it just because it gets their stuff clicked on um, as to why people actually finally locked onto the themes of the franchise this time around, I think this movie might just be like the whole franchise is timely when you actually look at what's being discussed as far as the the setup of the traps and everything, right? Like they had one about the healthcare system, uh back in in the first run of movies and it was very precision in that regard uh this one um is pretty much about grifters and damn it this is the age of folks running a grift right sure is so i think i think I think this one might have connected more because we all see what's happening in the world today. And the behavior from Cecilia and all that is how public figures in in our time act. You know? A lot of, you know, two-facedness and everything. A lot of duplicity. A lot of deceit. It's all right there. It's a it's a appropriate product for Cuss Fest twenty three. 
I, I think the word I would use, though, and it's weird to use this word for a Saw movie, I guess, but it's like gritty. Like, I just felt like everything was gritty with this one. Even like the way he was going about like setting up his traps, just the whole thing. It just feels very uh, of the time. Yeah. But yeah, uh, fantastic movie. I can't wait to see uh, what they learn from this. And how to how to they move the franchise forward because if they can apply this level of care to future Saw movies, then everything's gonna be all right. And in in uh, the vein of you know mentioning the new Marvel movie and some things in that movie, and just continuing the trend of like no movie is a wasted movie. Um, I would I would think that they do end up having to work back to uh, Spiral in some way and continuing that thread there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's one thing that watching uh, Doctor Who has taught me. It's that, um, to paraphrase the actual sentiment, but uh, everything that happens to characters in movies is real from their point of view, right? So all this talk of canon doesn't exist. Uh, if the movie's out there, it's uh, fair game to use it for future characterization and everything. Um, it all is in conversation with each other. Like, for example, uh, recent Halloween trilogy. Everybody's like, well, they're ignoring such and such. They didn't ignore it. They're just not telling that story with this, but they're still drawing from those movies. Uh, it's all valid, you know? So, yeah. Hopefully more franchises um, cease marketing around what is or isn't canon and just embrace the storytelling because that's that's how this stuff moves forward rob anything uh i just i, I want them to make more of these movies that's just really what it all boils down to for me i just i hope that they the success of x causes us to get whether they decide to make more of these kind of interstitial episode style or like you said they build off of spirals happenings just Keep making these. Also, keep hiring Tobin Bell because damn. Yeah, yeah. I think this one proves that uh, the franchise needs. Them. So if they can, again, it's fiction. Whatever they can figure out, go for it and have fun. Agreed. You, you can bring back the laser collar guy too, I guess. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Jigsaw Batman. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> Can you imagine marketing a song? Like if the wrong people get their hands on uh, the franchise, like Spyglass, for example, wrong people get their hands on the franchise. Can you imagine um, them marketing some sort of best way to describe it would be like a Saw team-up movie? But marketing it like it's a damn Avengers movie. Justice League of Jigsaw. <laughs> yeah. 
they got to go rescue Hoffman. <laughs> oh, man. And, of course, <laughs> the way these things go. Now that I said it, they're going to do it. We have spoken it into the universe. <laughs> All right, folks. I think that'll do it for us. Um, we have to get out of here. Uh, next time will be a treat. We'll be heading into getting a little bit of the Christmas spirit, but uh, <laughs> in a way, none of us really saw it coming until we decided to do it. So until then, uh, stay safe, take care of yourselves, and we will see you next time. Good night, everybody. Fuego Terminado.